0: Ladies and gentlemen, andito po tayo once again dito sa The Ultimate Fan Hub Podcast where it's made by the fans, for the fans! Of course, Jordan Sommer here from Fox Sports Philippines. And I'm Jonas Reyes from Fox Sports Philippines. Naku, may kulang ata tayo ngayon, eh, no? us, yeah,
1: no? Abset kayo ng aming third co-host na si Miss Cicha Opo, get well soon po, Miss Cicha. Yeah, She's from the well.
0: Philippines. And kung napapansin nyo, medyo gumanda yung ambience natin and yep. sounds... <laughs> Kung na, nga, oh Dios, no. And because Dahil John, dahil we would like to thank Podcast Network Asia. Yeah, for,
1: for season two, we're happy to announce that we're <laughs> now part of the Podcast Network Asia family. We're recording live here from uh, We Remote uh, co-working space. Mm-hmm. So. Kumusta na mgaño set up natin? Ayun, Jordan?
0: yun yung mas magandang ambiance, mas okaying setup, nerfed up na pati yung back end support at jan na lahat. So, i-follow po natin at i-like and share yung Facebook and Twitter page nila, that's yep. podcastnetwork.asia.
1: Okay, so like our old uh, episodes, we have a guest tonight. Oh, oh uh, very timely ang kanyang <laughs> pagpayag sa ating invitation dahil upcoming na in a few actually next start ng ibang Oh, events, next start diba? ng ibang events. Uh, yes, those. Uh, Siempre alam niyo naman, the Philippines is hosting the thirty eight Southeast Asian Games. Yun, Asia, yun After 14 years, so but after 14 years, magbabalik dito ang Southeast Asian Games. Uh, Dami mm-hmm. events oh, spread throughout many
0: venues. Oh, from Metro Manila to, to the Clark to, to, the to Clark, Panganga, yeah. Pampanga at and sa mga Norte. And So, without further ado, introduce po natin ating guest. Of course, Phil Star columnist po natin mm-hmm. si Mr. Bill Velasco.
2: Velasco. Woo! Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's uh, nice to be back
0: yun
1: uh, di uso mga unang na kikinig sa podcast namin I think Sir Bill was a, uh, a guest
0: de ba? Awan oh, nagiging guest natin sa episode, sa one of our old episodes. Yeah. So it's, it's very timely na ibalik siya dito to discuss of course RC games. Yun so Sir Bill kung masyadong
2: kahalwagan. How
1: is our setup? Oh <laughs> God,
2: where do we start? <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of stuff that still needs to be fixed. Unang ah, yeah. no? unang una, uh, if you look around Metro Manila mm-hmm. and even the venues themselves there's nothing addressing the SEA Games there's nothing announcing the SEA Games there's yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. saying that we have a SEA Games
1: what, billboards No guys.
2: billboards yeah. no roman banners I mean first of all it's almost christmas and secondly we have the SEA Games so hindi man lang napagsama yung espiritu nung dalawa na pagandahin yung labas no all the main thoroughfares I mean I would put Roman banners on all the posts along EDSA and all the main mm-hmm. national roads saying, we are celebrating the 30th Southeast Asian Games in the Philippines. But that's because of the host of the broadcasters. Ah, okay, okay. That's them. Mm-hmm. That's not FISGOC. Mm-hmm. No so it sort of makes you wonder why are they trying to keep it quiet.
0: Mm-hmm. Sir kun sin natin sa Facebook, Twitter, lahat ng social media puru negative yung mga feedback about the SEA Games or nagsimula yon yung sa 50 million na na Caldero na yeah, sinasabi sorry nila. Sorry about and, that. And yun marami pang ibang mga reklamo from yeah. our athletes. Patin yung mga international athletes natin. Mga, ano ba yung mga initial thoughts natin about dun, sir?
2: Well, uh, when I first uh, wrote about the 55.9 million peso cauldron, no? uh, that was primarily to point out that it is not something that we needed to spend that much money on. Unang una. It's in the middle of nowhere. I mean there's not Clark is not a high traffic area. Secondly, the opening ceremonies will be primarily in F- Philippine arena, so it won't even be really seen and And third, it's only going to be lit for about two weeks mm-hmm. and it will rarely be used again. So why are we spending that much money? I understand it's you know it's it, it's commissioned, but aren't they supposed to go through a procurement and bidding process since we are mm-hmm. spending government money on it? So that's, that was my, my primary concern in writing about that. So what are these other things that we are spending a lot unnecessarily on? No? Uh, but let me first clarify. Uh, FISGOC is a private entity using government money. Now, by default and by law, the Philippine Sports Commission has to help. Anything involving national sports, the Philippine Sports Commission has mm-hmm. to help at the amateur level. So the money goes through Philippine Sports Commission. But they're not the ones spending it. They're not the ones procuring equipment, services, and all of that. The PSC has a separate budget for which they've renovated a lot of the other facilities already. And you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was not for the SEA Games. This was really part of a plan. In to, fact, reha- to rehabilitate yeah, in the fact sporting the, venues. Yes. Yeah. In fact, <coughs> the field sports complex has already started. They're going to put up a 30-story dorm for the athletes. Uh-huh. They're going to fix the swimming pool, which… I understand it's a couple of inches too short for international standards <laughs> uh, and all of those other things. No, so yeah. it's it's a really big plan. I've seen the plan alone. It's already an inch thick. So this was not for the the C game. So if you're going to complain that PSC didn't do its part, they've already done their part and they've spent uh, over a billion pesos already on foreign exposures for all the national athletes this year uh-huh. and another 300 million for training for uh, medical personnel uh, coaches uh, therapists trainers etc but this is again part of their regular job and this is actually the build up to the Tokyo Olympics uh-huh. kumbaga long term uh, yeah and that's the real goal to no? uh-huh. get them qualified for all their individual sports world championships and the uh-huh. Tokyo Olympics uh-huh. and the Southeast Asian Games is is just just happens to be along the way uh-huh. okay so let's separate the issue because Some of the people being criticized in FISGOC are trying to blame the PSC. The PSC has nothing to do do, with it. In fact, uh, Chairman Ramirez refused to sign uh, on the board of the uh, FISGOC Foundation Mm Incorporated because there's no need for it. Okay.
0: Sir,
1: I mentioned mention Jordan, di ba? The last hosting was in 2005. Yes. Take, take us back to 2005, yung hosting natin. Nun. I remember, I was we were still students sa eh. Pero I think yung woes nun was was different. Eh, Grade, five pa <laughs> Grade five para <laughs> <laughs> ako. <laughs> five.
2: Nagakasakit naman kina ng okay, take, take let's, us back to 2005.
1: Okay, 2005.
2: Uh, one of the reasons why we were very successful was, well, as as the host country, you, you handled the scheduling of all the events you can add events wherein you are very strong, like we normally do. You know, our is only held in the sea games when they're in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, and then you have other sports that will not be Olympic sports in the near future, like mm-hmm. billiards where, mm. you know, if you can put 100 billiard uh, events there, we'll win 99 out, out <laughs> of 100. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that time, uh, first gentleman, Mike Arroyo, had all our athletes, over 300 of them, I believe, sent to China mm. for two oh. months. Uh-huh. So there, you will naturally become stronger because you're training alongside the world record holder in your event. You're training alongside the Olympic gold medalist for two whole months. Plus, they were away from all the distractions. So so the
1: concentration there, sir, was the preparation of that.
2: Yes, yes. It always is, generally. And you have to also remember, in 2005, there was no basketball. Yeah, we were suspended We were suspended by FIBA FIBA because SBP and BAP were still clashing over it. So... This will be the first time since 1991 that we are hosting a Southeast Asian Games <laughs> basketball, uh, basketball <laughs> yeah, yeah, competition. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what, one of the keys to, mm-hmm. to the success that our athletes were really prepared that time. And uh, oh, five, they yeah. made sure that they appointed Mike Keon, uh, the former head of uh, Project Gintong Ally, the precursor of the Philippine yeah, yeah, Sports yeah, Commission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They appointed him to head the training of the athletes, mm-hmm. to make sure that the money would go straight to the athletes. Mm, okay. So there was no hanky panky going on at that time. And despite that, we only spent three hundred million pesos. You know, there was another two hundred million spent by DPWH, mm-hmm. but that was uh, roads and in all the you know, thoroughfares. And we spent three hundred million. And Koa even said, twenty seven million jan ibalk nyo." So that means technically we spent about uh, 270 273 uh, million pesos. Okay. So that's why the question is why are we spending 20 times that amount uh, now? All yeah, uh. right.
1: Saka traffic then there sir was diferente.
2: Eh. Well, <laughs> but uh, you know, well, <laughs> as a side note, now, since 2013 from what I've gathered, uh-huh. uh, 300,000 new cars have been added to Metro Manila every year. So since twenty thirteen that's already one point eight million more cars.
0: Shangpre, yung malaking baggage din s mga pak sa venue yung traffic no. So yes. at the same time, the same token rather. Yung mga venues that venue na notable na pagaga na pa neto mga event na karon natan mga delay sa construction Could you tell us more about that, sir Billy? Well
2: uh well on the PSE side they've finished, you know, the there are four or five venues that they've finished oh. already, which we're not really made meant for the Sea Games. Pero natapos nina para yeah, the Sea yeah. Games. And the main sports complex in Clark was finished as uh, scheduled. Uh-huh. Uh, the, what we're hearing now is some of the practice facilities are not ready. Yeah. Uh, and some of the construction suppliers are not being paid. Hence, they've stopped working. So these are the major concerns. And that's the embarrassing part because the budget is there. It took a while to get the budget out, but the budget is already there. So. That's the question why these things have not been finished in time. And uh, last minute, they're looking for alternative venues. Mm-hmm.
1: I remember, so, yung isang prominent yung squash courts, diba? a problem in sa construction ng squash courts. And they had to parang relocate the event.
2: And, uh, you know, squash courts are not that difficult to construct uh-huh. because it's a small indoor space, mm-hmm. really. You know, so, you have to wonder what's going on there. I think also. Uh, we have to look back at the history of this particular SEA Games. Mm-hmm. The Philippines was originally slated to host in 2025. Okay. Then for the 2019 SEA Games, Brunei backed out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And in his infinite wisdom, the former POC president, Pipinko Wangko, wanted to have the SEA Games in 2019. Okay. Okay. One, uh, there was no need for us to, to want to host it in 2019, to uh, the the there was a re-election. If you understand, if you remember, there was a recall election, yeah, yeah, uh, which set us <laughs> no. back another how many months? Which is why I'm, you know, I suggested that they hold it closer to Christmas instead of the usual international summer, mm-hmm. and here we are.
1: Well, isang, speaking of venues, no one one venue that caught the attention was the bowling events. Oh, <laughs> sa, sa <laughs> lang, <di> Star <laughs> Mall. I mean, I think the reasoning behind it was the num- the required number of lanes. Uh yung Astro, uh, yung bowling lang sa Star Mall yung nequalibrate. Yung mararami,
0: yung maraming lanes enough para yeah. ma-sustain yung event.
1: So, ganun ba talaga sir yung naging reasoning why? Bowling was sta- stage.
2: My my question is this: Why didn't Fisgok know this? Okay. Why why <coughs> was there no communication between the National Sports Association, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Philippine Bowling Federation, and Fisgok? Mm-hmm. So they can't point fingers at each other because. Uh, in NEC Games, Asian Games, or Olympics, it's the local federation that handles the tournament. Mm-hmm. No, you just get, you know, in the events that need referees and, and officials, officials, you get yeah. neutral officials. But uh, all the technical workings are handled by the national federation of that sport. So mm-hmm. that's the question there.
0: At the same time, may aberya din regarding sa mga volunteers. Nga, yung mga, some of our friends actually, Jonas, may mga nagba volunteer as a liaison officer yeah. for certain international delegates and all. Yeah. So, yun, one thing that caught my attention din sa, ano, sa volunteers issue is yung, yung ane eh, parang benefit din benefits on why I should be a volunteer for Sea Games. Yung should, isang uh, first bullet, dun, it looks good on your resume. Now,
1: <laughs> <though. laughs> yeah, what's the principle about yung volunt- oh. being a Sea Games volunteer?
2: Okay. This, um, generally, there's, you know, when you host a, a an event of this magnitude, magnitude, you don't have employees. Of course. You yeah. don't have full time people mm-hmm. to do this job. So you solicit volunteers. Yeah. And they're generally given an allowance, uniform, ah, food. Okay. Okay. And access to the events, but they're not there to watch the events, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, In 1984, in preparation for the LA Olympics, Peter Ubbroth had a volunteer workforce of over 40,000. No, and they have to be trained. Okay, when you uh, when you hire a volunteer, he may he doesn't necessarily have to know that sport. Okay, and this is the this is the funny part because once we okay once I start talking about this, may you maramitang mapupuntah na. Okay, when you have a final list of events, okay, sports and events for a particular multi-sport uh, event like this, the Southeast Asian Games. You need to know which country is participating in which event, in which sport, how many, what languages they speak, what food restrictions they have, where they need to stay, and all of that. So you have to have liaison officers who fit those Concerns okay, if they don't speak English, what language do they speak? So, you need to get somebody who speaks Bahasa or or speaks Mandarin or speaks Thai. Okay, secondly, um, what are the dietary restrictions? Okay, some of the Muslim athletes have been complaining that there may not be halal food for them, so they'll just bring their own cooks. Mm -hmm. Okay, where are they staying? How do they get from one venue to another? Okay, Uh, these are all of the things that you have to have somebody on point for each group, not just each country or each sport, but each group. Okay, let's say uh, you you are taking care of the men's volleyball team of this country. Yes, you know, you you make sure they all leave at the right time, get there at the right time, have uh, their, their dressing rooms, their food, their water, everything they need. You make sure they get back safely. Uh, to their hotel, you know, if they do anything beyond that, that's beyond your control already. Uh, so you know the qualifications in advance. You already know what they need. So why is why is this a problem? There are what 100 and Filipinos. You mean we can't find anybody who's educated or qualified enough to take care of these people? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about you know hundreds of thousands of people. You're talking about uh, ten countries. You're talking about you know a couple of thousand athletes, a few thousand athletes. So why don't we have enough? That's the, that's my question. So it means they were not, they did not attend to this ahead of time. Mm-hmm. They did not prepare ahead of time. And to be honest, I was actually uh, approached about six months ago, and it was mentioned to me that I would be training the volunteers, okay. and it never happened. No, so. Uh, it it shift, yeah, shifted hands from Wesley Gonzalez to Chris Chu. And uh, then there are other people assigned to handle the volunteers. And apparently, they weren't trained. I got a very long uh, private message from a volunteer in Pampanga. Okay. Who's saying that, you know, initially they hired all the right people. They got all the, the good people. Then by October, they started forcing these people out. Or firing them and replacing them with more incompetent people who will go along with certain uh, plans that you know okay. may not necessarily be proper. So, what uh, <laughs> I mentioned this uh, in my in my column in the Philippine Star this Monday. So, you know, th- these are the concerns that we have to look, and that's way over in Pampanga. Who's keeping an eye on them there? Yeah, you know, here in Metro Manila, we can more or less keep an eye somewhat on some of the venues and what's going on. But, you know, out there in the, in the provinces, who's doing that?
1: I, I think I read the post on Facebook about a, a certain volunteer. She, she was raising issues about, uh, first, the allowances, number two, the meals, and number yeah. three is insurance.
2: That's true. Okay, My next, my next uh, concern is you mentioned the meals. 183 million pesos for catering. Now, the volunteers are spread out all over these venues. The mess halls are centralized. So a lot of these volunteers uh, yeah, will yeah. not have access to the food. Yes. So why, why? first of all, why didn't you just get all the Filipino multinationals in the food industry to sponsor? You know, you have... To deliver prepared I mean, meals. Jalbi so. Foods Corporation yeah. has how many brands under their name? You can have a different... Via every day mm-hmm, yeah. or give them gift certificates or a meal allowance it's much more efficient they have their own time they have their own schedules they can eat when it's convenient for them you know and, and what happens if let's say you the only time you can go to the mess hall is when it's lunchtime and everybody else is eating and you only have an hour and you have to line up and you know maybe the food you want or or can eat is not available It's it's really hugely impractical so that's that's uh, like us, when we cover these events, we're just given meal allowances because, you know, our schedules are all different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't tell me when I, when I can eat mm-hmm. or when I can't eat. What if I'm recording until late at night and the mess hall is closed or they're preparing for the next meal? You know, that, that, that's a real major concern. And, you know, for a lot of these volunteers, being fed well is one of the things they look forward to, aside from being able to wear the uniform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's one of the other issues that I wanted to point out.
0: At the same time, speaking of the uniforms, naging issue in sa social media yung, yung presion ng mga jacket, ng mga t shirt. Tra- yung, tra- yung, tra- yung pants parang yeah. 6,000 per shirt or something. Uh,
2: again, bidding and procurement process. They are a private group, but they're using government money. You know, the sad part is, the this is the same group that's going to be handling the the ASEAN Para Games in January. Yeah. So, we're gonna have to look at the numbers that they will be spending there too. You know, you know nakakatakot know. And, I've been to so many SEA Games where the gymnasts who are the tiniest athletes are wearing large and extra large tracksuits because some officials took their their tracksuits because it fit them. You know, I mean, we know who's competing and we know who's going uh, as an official. Why not have it in their proper size you know it, it looks ridiculous
1: baggy. Oh, oh, baggy parang parang
2: hand-me-down <laughs> you know? so again these are issues that the government is going to have to look at because this is government money this is our money
0: dun palang sa first part palang Jonas medyo malaman na talaga ang yes. dito ni Sir Bill first part palang pa lang first part pa lang yun and of course we'll have a short break for the meantime and mamaya mamaya we'll have ang paboritong portion natin Jonas ang shout out shout-out portion yeah. and at the same time you pag-uusapan pa natin lalo ang SEA Games at ang ating bagong bahay ang ating bagong home <laughs> yes tama yes. ka dyan Jonas and once again this is the ultimate fan hub podcast magbabalik po tayo balik po tayo dito sa so the ultimate fan hub podcast season 2 episode 1 nakalimutan natin banggitin yung yun, kung bang yung ilang season channel natin. natin oo per syempre bago tayo mag-start ang ating second part for RC games episode with sir, sir Bill, Bill Velasco, Velasco. Yeah. Syempre, yung ba- natin, Jonas ang Batian aka shoutout Shout-outs. for show sure. yes. so, ikaw na mauna, idol ako na, ako na <laughs> of course uh, I want to syempre, I want to greet my family I want to
1: greet my wife who's here uh, my wife Claire Woo! and our two kids at home uh, I want to greet my engineers at DCCD Engineering Corporation my friends from uh, Kings of the Court and uh, ano pa, from sneaker hunt ph another one of basketball <laughs> sneaker hunt and our fellow writers from uh, fox sports asia uh, from fox sports philippines oh.
0: salim mo na rin yung asia mga boss oh yun
1: <laughs> then uh, syempre, uh yung aming bagong home uh, itong podcast network asia where we're recording live from the we remote co-working space here oh. in Rockwell. Uh, sa metro sa metro ay sorry <laughs> Rockwell <laughs> sa kabalayuhan tayo okay. sa <laughs> ano metro pala oh. so uh na-, na-, na mention ni Jordan is the first part. Uh better setup and we hope oh. to give you better the content. Better quality, better content. Quality, oh. better content. And shampre, uh we trademark na natin. Uh, shout out to every Filipino sports fan who support a certain sport, certain athlete. Uh, mm-hmm. The show this sa episode to, one is still for you. Yes. How about you, Jordan?
0: Well the usual syempre, nabanggit mo na yung sa mga fans natin. Mga patuloy na sumo support once again thank you and yun God bless you and yun malaking bagay po na support tani yun sa ating podcast and babati inko narin ng ating co-host na si Sicha ah, pagaling, pagaling ko ka, kayo at oh. si and yun yung mike natin nag-improve na oh. date isa <laughs> dantes <laughs> sa, sa kami pinapabati siya, isa lang aaw nga oh Sempre yung Letran Knights, yung, Yun, alpha niya, yung, yung alma mater niyan champion recently sa NCAA. Yun, so
1: congrats sa Letran, Arriba Letran, congrats Sita.
0: Yes. Co- uh, ano ba coach Boni? Coach Boni ta. Coach Bonitan, Yung buong coaching staff niya, oh. super friends nga. Okay.
2: At, Sino, ba? Sino ba? Siyempre,
0: yung family ko rin. Um, mom and dad, yung sisters ko, pati na rin yung girlfriend ko na si Bianca, of Ooh. course. <laughs> and yun, sa mga fellow writers natin, sa mga sports media men, and sa lahat ng mga fans all over the country. And of course, si Sir Bill Velasco for guesting us today. Sir, baka gusto may gusto ko yung sir. Wala na.
2: Okay. Na. <laughs> <Bati> na <namin. laughs> Mahirap na. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Okay, so we proceed with the the second the oh. second half of our uh, uh, season two episode one with Sir Bel Velasco. Yes. So kanina tarel natin yung mga issues about the 38. Uh, More on sa logistics issue. yung napag-usapan yeah, um, natin eh. Uh, one of the big news, sir, over the weekend. This uh, nagdadat ng foreign yes, delegates, uh, specifically yung mga football teams from other mm-hmm. countries, ro Timor Leste, Cambodia, Thailand. Thailand. Uh, as unfortunately, sir, ito na. Pumapasok na yung mga complaints from those teams. So, are you feeling nyo ba? Warranted ba talaga Was it expected or what?
2: Well, this, again, these are things that could have been avoided. No, it's a simple matter of coordination. You know, yes, uh, when they are arriving, mm-hmm. what time they are arriving. Uh, and I understand that uh, Century Park Hotel also issued a statement. You know that, yeah, yeah, that There was yeah. some miscommunication mm-hmm. and the rooms were... Supposed to be ready after lunch, yeah, because standard about checkout, the standard, yeah, standard, standard checkout, you know, yeah. check in is uh, you know, after lunch and all of that. Yeah. So, they did what they could, but uh, again, it's a simple matter of coordination. Mm-hmm. So, why did they not know this in advance? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, these people are coming here, you know, football starts before the actual opening. So, again, it's without really having to point fingers, but we know who's responsible. Bakit yung ganito sa atin? Bakit kailangan mangyari? Because these athletes when they come here, they are guests and we treat them shabbily. Mm-hmm. We're not prepared for them. They don't know the top officials of FISGOK. They know the people who are dealing with them face to face. The right. point person suddenly becomes the idiot mm-hmm. or the one who's incompetent, and it reflects poorly on everybody. So why was this? You know, it could have been avoided. Uh, I've been to the Olympic Games. These things rarely happen they have some okay. issues let's say mm-hmm. with with transportation because all the drivers are volunteers and if you're a school bus driver and you're suddenly driving a tourist bus which is much longer you, you know, occasionally get into an accident but uh, this is this is a simple matter of you know using Philippine hospitality at its best mm-hmm. you know there's not even any sign in the airport or greeter or whatever. You know it it blows my mind because I've I've been doing events since the 90s and this has never happened to me.
0: At the same time yung mga ginitong reaction kaliwat kanan yung mga netizens nagiiingay na eh.
2: So there's this
0: divide na oh puro kayo puna na puna ganyan. Yung kapila naman Yung kabila naman yung na, Yung kabila? Antay naman dun sa na. so may yeah. mga bali, taktakan, back and forth na. Well,
2: they're trying to make it a political issue. Okay? okay. For, for, let's start with, okay, Senator Frank Drillon. Okay? They're making it about him uh, being with the LP or being against the, the Duterte administration. Yeah. That is just clouding the issue. That's not the point. Is he right or not? Yes. Okay? He asked. He asked uh, Chairman Ramirez of the PSC point blank, you know, who's responsible for this? Who paid for this? Uh, could we have saved money here and there? You know, these are, these are the issues. It's not a question of personality, it's a question of the issues. Should we have spent six billion? One NSA official told me we could have done it with two billion. Very easily, he said. Okay, so let's th- not cloud the issue. Let's not, for example, Fisgok's trying to blame the PSC the PSC is there because it is their duty to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay? And and if you see the the, the breakdown of the budget for the SEA Games, which I have a copy of, uh, you'll see that there are items there that Department of Budget and Management disbursed, that uh, that uh, PSC and the Philippine Olympic Committee are in charge of, and the bulk of it is under FISGOC. Okay. So, let's not cloud the issue. You know, let's not Make it about personalities. It's a question of has Fisk gok really done its job? And so far, the answer is not really.
0: Mm. at the same time, sir, me issue then regarding the sports media that na cover event. I mean, the oh rather <laughs> rather minimalist setup of isang press room, okay. Genuinely, IDs, mga wrong spelling daw ng pangalan, ganun.
2: okay. Uh, Accreditation is a very simple process, okay? Uh, you, six months to a year before, or in the case of the Olympics, uh, two to two and a half years before, okay. you announce that accredita- accreditation is open. So all the media entities who want to cover-
1: You invite, basically? No, you,
2: well, basically you're saying we will accept. Okay, okay. So because there is a vetting process, your editor, publisher, producer, in other words, your boss, the head of your department or your media organization- has to write a letter saying that you work for them. Like, for example, I would get my uh, you know my sports editor at Philippine Star, acting editor now, Nelson Beltran, to say that I'm a columnist for Philippine Star and I also contribute stories. And then you just verify it. That's, that's it. Now, we could, I mean, my gosh, they set up photo booths at weddings and they, and they can print IDs in, in corporate offices. You can't walk into San Miguel Corporation until they take your picture and print a temporary ID of you right then and there, mm-hmm. so why is this a problem? Why are we using handwritten day passes? Yeah, w-
1: what's with the day passes, sir? Uh, How does it Basically, work? it <laughs> <laughs> means you have
2: to get another one every day
1: at World Trade Center. Oh, oh. but what if your uh, events in Zaklar? Sa- <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's another. That's another thing. Okay. In a lot of uh, multi-sport events. There are, uh, there are media centers at every main venue, at okay. every big venue. So there should be one in Clark. You know, there should be one in Rizal Memorial. There should be one wherever. So you don't have to all converge on one place. Mm-hmm. It's basically, and you're all networked anyway, unless you know their IT people didn't do their job right. So it shouldn't be a problem. I, I, I don't understand. Unless you don't have the information in the first place or unless nobody checked. And that seems to be an issue now. Nobody checks, you know. Do we have the list of names or from the media of Thailand or the Cambodia mm-hmm. or whatever? You know, that's the that's the problem. How many media organizations can there be? It's not as if we're accepting bloggers and vloggers and everybody who walks in, right? I mean, I, I'm not covering the Sea Games, so I don't need accreditation. You know, I can be a guest of other of uh, any sports association, but. I'm not, you know, slowing down the process by using my name to crowd the, the system. So, why is it an issue?
1: Okay. So I think the issue right now, sir, is that. Eh, another issue that's clouding the media is the delay in the distribution of the IDs. And you yes. know, I mentioned in Jordan, mga misspelled names, yeah. wrong pictures. So, it's yeah. avoidable. Sana siya if yes, uh,
2: d- definitely. I mean, you know, with this administration, you can get your new passport in an hour. And that's a passport. That's an official government document. This is just you know a temporary identification that gives you access or limited access to certain events and there're different levels of access. There's access only to your event and to your media center. There's all access. For example, uh, I'm a commentator. I cannot tell which events I'll be covering, so I have an all access pass. See, so even that it's segmented. So hindi mo hindi mo masasabing kasi ang laki no list. Hindi hati-hati yan eh. You know, we have a separate list for the print media, the broadcast media, the, uh, the electronic media, and, and so on and so forth. So, you have sponsors, you have uh, partners, officials, uh, coaches. Everybody has, ac- ac- has accreditation or you can't get into the venue. So, I don't understand why it was not properly segregated and prepared. You should be able to get it the, s- the moment you walk in. Yung anas
1: na mention sorry, the broadcast media. Uh, so far sa coverage on TV or internet, so far kung naman sir, yung preparations.
2: Well, we'll only know that really when the game starts, okay, no? okay. when with, when everything is going on full blast, because that's when the broadcast center and the media center become fully operational. And I really hope they work the kinks out because, as a media person, you only really need three things: you only need access, which is your your ID or your accreditation, transportation. Mm Wi-Fi that's it Uh, it's not like the old days where they still have to go back to the media center and type everything everything, up on on typewriters now they're doing it at the venue yeah you know they can uh, finish their story and there's no more crowding afterwards so you know again it's a simple matter of coordination and uh, Mm -hmm. if you've if you have any kind of experience this shouldn't be happening
0: well, sir, now that the games have already started, yung karamihan mian na mga yesterday polo. Oh, uh, nagsimula I mean, na yung polo. Laluto tayo yeah, against Brunei. 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 Oh yeah, okay, that's understandable. <laughs> so, sir, how about yung outlook natin sa mga s- certain sports leagues? Like, Siyempre, yung mga normal Pinoy fans tatanungin nila. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kasi saan tayo sureball? Saan tayo ng gold or bronze dito? Let's start okay.
1: dun sa sport na hindi natin gusto. <coughs> Oo. Yung basketball? Oo, yung basketball. <laughs> ano <lang> yun, <laughs> pa yun, di ba? <laughs> Out- outlook, sir, sa men's basketball. Well, sir. men's
2: basketball, of course, okay. we're always going to be very strong. Okay? Uh, uh, initially people were thinking it's overkill but not now that you look at Indonesia they have a very strong team you know they have a naturalized
1: ah, we know uh, we
2: know that we know uh, a a guy <laughs> 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 close low kayo eh so are pupusta. going to prosper and they have four uh, USNCA Division 1 players so I guess it's gonna boil down to who has the stronger bench and okay. th- th- these guys are younger than our players so I'm not that concerned I mean I've known Tim Cone for a very long time and if somebody can find a solution to it he can uh, and
1: they're pro- under Coach Raiko. Oh, oh. Yeah, right. Coach yeah, Raiko. Yeah, but
2: you to. know, I, I don't want to diss Coach Raiko, but when he was coaching the na- Philippine national team, he didn't really listen to his assistants.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> you know, so if he's still like that, then he might have some problems. Okay, uh, He may have unknown the Philippine system then, but I don't think he's coached against Tim Cohn. Mm-hmm. So let's see. You know, it will be the first time again, like I said, it's since 1991 that we're hosting... Sea uh, Games basketball I re- I want our women's team to win I think they deserve it I I think coach has done a f- tremendous job I mean the core of NU. I mean oh my god 96 wins <laughs> you know they, they UCLA only has 811 uh, 88 no so Ay, okay tamo. so uh, that's for me uh two medals for sure but which ones we're not sure yet
1: You uh, said 3x3 sir I think That's a ve- they're fielding an old PBA
2: team. Eh? That's a very interesting thing because uh, I, I, I actually organized the first NBA 3-on-3 ah, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the Philippines yeah. back in 2011. And that was when the rules changed. You know, that Even after I made basket, ball is still in play. So you can't walk it out to inbound it. You know, you have to dribble it or pass it out. But the pace has really changed a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as we saw in the last uh, 3x3 World Cup, uh, Mongolia has made that their focus. They know they're never going to be a world power in full court basketball, but three x three, they have enough talent for that. So mm-hmm. they've been Asian champion, the runner up this year. Uh, they've hosted so many tournaments. Wag lang sana magulat yung mga player natin because it's very intense, it's very pa- fast paced, and they're the usual techniques. Like if you're already at twenty three points, why will you still go for a layup? You you go outside and go for a yeah. two pointer and finish the game, right? So. It depends on how they're training for it. And we have not seen that. Who have they been training against? We haven't seen that either. Okay? But the good thing is, well, these are relatively young players and a lot of them are familiar with the street style of basketball. So, you know, uh, it looks good. But, uh, you know, you never can tell. I don't. I, we can't tell the development of 3x3 in other Southeast Asian countries, you know.
0: Well, in case you missed it, ang ating C Games roster para sa basketball team ay yeah. sa men's basketball team primarily puro Ginebra Bracor no Jonas and SM
1: uh, San Miguel. San Miguel, yeah. yeah.
0: So at the same time sa so women's naman, of course yung mga words ni Coach Patrick Aquino karamihan yan sa mga NU and for our three X three sino ba ulit yun? si Jason Perkins. Jason Perkins mo tao to uh, um Terence Terence Romeo, right?
1: Ah, oh, no no, katcha tao ba? Yeah, it was I he don't was
2: think got. he was uh, Yeah, he was was got got. on the team.
1: Moto to uh, Jason Perkins. Si ano? Pero all PBA Yeah, it's all PBA. CJ
0: Perez. CJ Perez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh. And at the same time parang da- may mga may time pa nga na yung chokes to go 3x3 three three. like sila Joshua Munzon.
1: Ah, that's an interesting side note, to. sir. Kayo, what's your opinion? Uh, shouldn't they tap the players? Three. Uh, no, nothing against, the PB squad, no. But oh. shouldn't
0: they have taken the players into consideration so at least. Well, uh, you possible.
2: only have four slots, mm-hmm. so you know, and that's the SBP's call. Okay. So at the end of the day, they rise and fall with the players that they have chosen, and you know, they, that's the call that they made. Uh, Personally, I think the team is a little undersized for international play, a little bit, because uh, like Mongolia, all four of their players are six foot four when they played here. So they more or less all have the same skills. Now this is the question, because 3x3 does not necessarily need the traditional definition of point guard, uh, rebounder, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's more free flowing, outside shooting and passing are a bigger factor, substitution is faster, so, Generally, there should be a uniform look, you know, unlike 515. So, let's see. Let's see how it goes. I mean, I, again, we've been blind to how they've been training. So, let's see.
0: And how about, sir, some other sports like, let's say, volleyball or let's say, boxing or even football. I think football, if football I'm not mistaken, yung okay. pinaka centerpiece of okay. ganitong SEA okay. Games event.
2: Well, well, traditionally, in multi-sport events, the centerpiece is you know, normally athletics and swimming. Because it's oh, yeah. about ah, okay. what... Sixty percent already of all the old eh, back in the day. You know that's the old uh, setup. Uh, football depends on who's playing, depends on who gets injured. Uh, we've had we struggled against some Southeast Asian teams in the past, and I understand this is not the seniors' re- team really that's playing. Yes. So football, no? for oh, me, it's not yeah. it's not that important that the team wins. And what's important for me is that they do well, mm-hmm. and this is g- gaining experience. I, I don't really have. Uh, those expectations because uh, you know the development program of the PFF in the last few years has really been very minimal Mm -hmm. so I'm not you know going to go out on the limb and say they're going to win the gold I don't think so Uh, it's going to be very difficult
1: here sir inaugural event (laughs) e-games
2: well there's there's six right there's six events if I'm not mistaken Uh, Tekken is one of them Mm -hmm. Um, of course Mobile Legends they had an initial problem I believe with the the phones, yes, until so. they shifted brands. No, so uh, I'm excited because Filipinos are among the best in the world. Now, if you're going to ask me if I think that it qualifies in the traditional definition of sport, no, but yeah, it's going to be an <laughs> Olympic sport, and somebody's you win a gold medal, it's two million pesos incentive, so okay. go for it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mas maganda kung individual sport kung Tekken manalo ka kaysa Mobile Legends because team, the incentives are different. Okay. The incentive for an individual athlete he gets the whole amount. If it's a team, it's double the amount for an individual athlete, but it's divided among the team members. if
0: pag sa Tekken gamitin mo si Edi, no? Tasa Circle X, Circle X. In lakapowera kasi
1: Circle X lang panalok na, diba? Ito sir, I think this is a sport close to your heart. Chances natin sir sa billiards
2: we will mop the floor with them. That's, the, that's You ask okay. me. I mean, uh, Ef- for the last twenty years, Efren Reyes has been telling me he's just been waiting for it to become an Olympic sport.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: and you know, they there was an effort uh, a couple of years ago. The Americans wanted to join forces with the Philippines to tour and campaign to have it mm. in the Olympics. But then we keep beating them, so they quit. Okay. <laughs> so bowling, billiards, arnis. I uh, will take the majority of the medals okay. for sure.
0: Grab it. Tika Coach, <laughs>
1: Ano pang mga events ang sumong pick yung brainy? Walay actually. <laughs> Neisip ko talaga niya
0: <laughs> sa e-games. Seebold. Eh. The C- yung yeah. national team.
1: An- ano pa sir? Yung mga surprise sports na parang pagiging ah, y- surprise yeah. yung performance natin.
2: Well, Sepak pagta and Subic, I think is gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, remember. You have to remember Karen Caballero is on the world board. Of her sport, oh. you know? um, there are a lot of you know athletics. are gonna do well. We have a couple Oy. of good you know, good sprinters. Uh, swimming, I d- I'm not really sure, but you know our swimmers always seem to do well, uh, although limited in number sometimes. Um, there's just so many volleyball may rapantaya because you know of, of Thailand. Um, let me think and dami there are 500 what 530 events if I'm not mistaken Ma
0: aqua sports pa nga eh. yeah
2: a lot of aquatic sports you know windsurfing uh, m- uh,
0: m- uh, new, new,
2: new Olympic uh, members like uh, floorball okay uh, these are these are sports that we're seeing for the first time uh, and they've been carried on by a very small core of athletes here in the country so let's see how well they do I um, personally, if you ask me, 274 golds is kind of a stretch. We're already padded padded because we're adding events that are not held in other Southeast Asian yeah, countries, yeah. no? Uh, I remember when Indonesia hosted the SEA Games about, what, eight, ten years ago, they introduced a martial art called Tarong de Rajat, which nobody in the Philippines played. So, <laughs> automatically, they would win all the gold medals. So, let's see. I mean... Uh, let's take it one sport at a time, one day at a time. Uh, we'll be up there. I think we'll, we'll place in the top three, top four. But uh, overall champion, I will be happy if it happens. Okay. But uh, I have my doubts.
1: Who do you think, sir, would be the breakout athlete or magiging the face of the sea Games?
2: That's hard to predict because it's a combination of a lot of things. Okay. One, if your event has no other major competitor on that day, mm-hmm. no, hindi uh, ka Pangalawa, it will be one of the younger people, and they're, they're definitely going to be good looking. Okay. So, which is also very subjective, and it's it's who gets promoted by the TV networks and the print media exposure. Yeah. You know, I mean, Lydia De Vega just kept winning for so long. That's why she became the symbol of the Filipino athlete, and everybody wanted to be like her. You know, Lydia De Vega, Christine Jacob. Akiko Thompson, Belucero, you know, they were just natural darlings of the media. So, this we will have to see. Uh, I think there will also be a couple of, you know, uh, foreign athletes that we may fall in love with also. If you remember Leila Barros of over a decade ago, yeah. you know, yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> Volleyball Grand yeah, Prix. Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> eh, parang ano yan, eh, pag nagkaroon ng Miss Universe, may paborito kang ano eh, mm, uh, yan, uh, yan. candidate di ba? So, we'll see. Uh, I think. We will gravitate towards a lot of the women's sports also because our women have been doing so well. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I think Haidelin Diaz's main competition will come from Thailand, for example. Uh, marami, marami talaga ano, marami talagang tayo. It's just a question of how do we maximize our advantage? We already lost home court because some of the venues were not ready.
0: Jonas Kenan Volitayo tayo huling nag first overall sa SEA Games. Uh, 05. 05? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yun, sabi nga ni Sir Bill, medyo stretch this time yung, yung hangarin na yun. So, again, para sa ating mga athletes, of course, we are behind you. So, supportahan namin kayo in every step of the way. And, of course, sir, siguro, parting words na lang, sir, for our athletes. And, para na rin sa mga organizers sa SEA Yeah, uh,
2: for the athletes, really, this is your show. Uh, block everything out you know, do what you're supposed to do we know it's sometimes unfair to you that you know all these extra burdens are being passed on to you but we are with you and uh, we will never tire of supporting you because you are us and we are
1: you Yung niya, sir, message naman sa mga Filipino sports fans
2: at okay. the end of the day this is about uh, the aspirations of the Filipino athletes they they represent us they are us they inspire us to be greater than what we believe we are so you know let's back them up because this is the one time that uh, we can be there for them these are the the warriors we send abroad all the time to train to compete you know they rarely have us in full force backing them up so who knows when this will happen again
1: So, sabi rebuild, di ba? fellow sports fans come out in ano, oh, and support our and just enjoy the athletes show. yeah Bira lang yung ginitong
0: ba? No, eh. Dibaka? After yun nga mm-hmm. sabi ko grade 5 pa ako nun, ngayon <laughs> graduate na ako ng tatrabajo na awo. Oh, no, fancy, sir. <laughs> Bakasososun, may kids na awo or something. Dibaka. <laughs> the main
1: difference or ng 05, I remember. Nung no, C games nun, <clears throat> hindi kami nag-cancel ng class sa la sal
2: <laughs> <laughs> pan traffic, nun, pan traffic <laughs> but you know if you recall, in uh, I already my, my first Sea Games actually was I, I sent a crew to the eighty nine Sea Games. Nobody okay. covered it. Ninety one was here in the Philippines. I was in charge of four sports: uh, tennis, basketball, volleyball, and bowling. Oh, okay. and uh, Akiko and Eric Buhain were the outstanding female and male athletes of the of the Sea Games. So, these are the things that we look forward to that we find somebody from athletics or or swimming to be the outstanding actor. You know what it's that they, they became the face
1: of those games.
2: Of those games. Okay.
0: Grabe. Grabe. What an episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to kick off, of course, Ayun. season two Dito the Ultimate Fan Hub podcast. At syempre, Kanina may shout out portion tayong, eh? Naman, kasi magiging staple na to ng ating mga future oh, yeah. episodes. So mo.
1: we mentioned it a while ago, na we're a of the podcast network Asia Family. So uh, the episodes are on Spotify, and we hope that you follow the other shows. Uh, Kudazers, the Cool Pals, The Halo-Halo Show, Hustle Share, Eavesdrop, and The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Siyempre yung podcast <laughs> namin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> y-
0: yun yung dito sa Podcast Network yep. Asia. Iba-ibang topics, iba-ibang genres, kumbaga, mga, ng So, thank you, Sir Bill, once thank again, you, my for, pleasure. Thank you, my pleasure. for guesting Salamat in our you. podcast. So, once again, this is the Ultimate Fan Hub Podcast where it's made by the fans. For the fans. And ni si Chaka this is Jordan Samar. And I'm Jonas Reyes. And of course, our guest is Sir Bill Velasco. And good night, everyone. Good night.